You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JOC has closed its doors for another day, and as it's a Wednesday, it's the five o'clock shadow with Skulklo, who's a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. Bad luck, Skulk. That's all I can say. And I'm not talking about the, the poor rugby performance over the weekend. I'm talking about, even though they won, I'm just talking about you picking a day to speak to me when the market was horrible. I mean, it just got worse throughout the afternoon, did it not? It's it's second verse, same as the first, because first half of yesterday, I thought, no, nah, not a bad bad way to start, uh, you know, August, get the first day of the month. I think we're fine. And then the latter part of yesterday, all hell just broke loose. And, yeah. and, and yesterday it was only the, 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 the commodity stocks, resource stocks. But when I looked at that, you know, and, and you saw the after effect, you know, the RANS movement, you know, since that happened, I went like, I think we're in for a, uh, you know, more of the same day and might not be only the, the resources uh, today. And uh, boy, unfortunately, I was right. I was right for sure. Yeah, but let's look at it from a positive perspective because it's August the 2nd today. Second. Okay. Nothing's really going on. And so I think what the markets are looking for or have been looking for is an excuse to get out. And they got the excuse with the U.S credit rating downgrade from Fitch. And I don't think, personally, even though it's the only the, the second time in history that this has happened from AAA down to AA+, I don't think it's that serious. That's my view. But then I've become an optimist recently, which is why, the, of course, the market is under pressure. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. I don't think it's, 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 it's that big of a story. Um, but, I mean, yesterday I, w- I was watching... Uh, you know, my, my office, uh, I've, I've got this uh, you know, screen and Bloomberg just keep on running. Bloomberg TV is, is running, you know, constantly. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I had one reporter after another reporter, you know, coming up. And, and I, I, I got this idea, got that feeling that every person that they're commentating is looking for an excuse, you know, for a, a pullback. Exactly. You know, a proper pullback in the market. Um, and I think this just might have been the been the reason for it i mean uh, this might just be that little little straw that breaks the camel's back because we've seen the recent movement in the market we've seen you know the recent movement market on the back of not you know two two great you know s&p results so yeah anyway be that as it may we we're in it i mean we've had a another you know crippling day and when i say crippling day today it's just been a humdinger you know three percent on the jse i mean what a day what a day yeah it was uh, we'll come to the numbers in a moment but let's have a look at the stock exchange news service any corporate news and actually before you tell me about the corporate news from today we have to go back to anglo gold ashanti's trading mm. statement yesterday which saw the share price if I can remember, 7.37% weaker. That was horrible. Yeah. And, and you know, my first you know, reaction um, was to, to go and look at, you know, what because I, I, re, I read through the, the trading statement, which was, I, I must admit, I mean, I don't have it in front of me, but they, they were talking about um, a, a EPS forecast in, in US cents, about 30 to 35 cents. And, uh, you know, comp- Compared to the previous year, seventy-one cents. So it's, it's it's that's quite a quite a drop. But then they mentioned that the, the mining inflation, which is about twenty-five cents, and they mentioned 
um, the, 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 the uh, environmental levy that they now need to pay, which is about nine cents. And, and then you get run about the 70, 71 cents. So, uh, no, not a, not a massive return. So, so immediately my reaction was, you know, let's go and have a look at what, what, what um, uh, Goldfields did. And that was down 7.37, so exactly mm. 1% lower. So very much in line. And today <laughs> it was just the inverse. So, mm. so Goldfields came out with a trading update. And uh, yeah, let's let's you if you set the table. I mean, Goldfield's down three point five five percent today. Further three point five five percent. That's that's pretty much ten percent in, in in two days. Not even the full two days, because yesterday morning, you know, Gold Plus was still trading around about the two thousand dollars, and then everything was was still hunky dory. But uh, yeah, like I said, day and a half later, you know, these two gold stocks down properly, down ten percent. Let's have a look at, at the spot prices now, just to contextualise what we've just said dollar rand 1853 which is a dollar that is 1.1 percent higher against the mighty rand the british pound against the rand is 2351 the euro rand is 2025 euro dollar 109.25 so that's a two-thirds of a percent fall for the euro against the greenback british pound against the us dollar 126.85 on to commodities now yeah the gold price i mean this doesn't tell the full story because it's only down five and a half dollars today but 1935 but it's uh, a lot of the whack got w- occurred last night platinum price down 21 to 9.28 palladium just up slightly six dollars to 12.31 dollars per ounce other commodities also not doing well at all 83.10 for brent crude oil down 2.1 percent west texas crude 79 dollars 26 which is down 2.6 percent what else we got natural gas prices down three and a half percent copper down 1.6 soybeans 1.7 percent lower wheat another two and a half percent fall after that huge spike after the russia ban about a week ago actually more uh, two weeks ago Coal prices down 1.7, steel down 2.4, iron ore down 3.1. Not great for commodities, Scout, before we go elsewhere. I mean, is it just a blip, a Northern Hemisphere blip? Yeah, we, we know we know you know some of the reasons you know behind this. We've seen um, you know horrible you know to, to put it mildly horrible economic data coming out from from China. Yes. Um, you know, yesterday we've we've had it the most of last week, and and although that's been seen as sort of, hey, you know, this bad news could be good news. I mean, you know, why are they saying that? Because you know, hopefully. And, and I still believe that this will happen, um, but but hopefully China will, will jump in and say, well, we're not going to fall behind. We're going to be stimulating that the rest of the world did, mm. and and you know this will sort of kickstart not just the economy, but but some of these commodities to players. And that's what what we've seen. And and, and I'm going to read to you. You know, palladium, uh, oh, well, uh, Brent oil price um, in in July, fourteen point nine percent. Uh, up higher gold price mm. yeah 2.4 percent higher platinum 5.3 percent higher copper 5.74 percent higher and palladium 1.6 percent higher uh, i mean yes we, we'd be seeing a bit of a you know one step forward two steps back but i mean this i do think is on the back of, of china really bringing out horrible and, and the market is just realizing wait a minute i mean we, we we're hoping for something to happen but yet I mean, if the economy is looking this bad, 
Yeah, they're the biggest consumers of of, of these commodity commodity uh, actual commodities um, or underlying commodities. Not going to be good for 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 the demand. So, yeah, let's let's see how this plays out. Um, and, um, I mean, I still believe that China, you know, won't won't let this go on, you know, for too long. Do, you know, my question would just be, you know, what what type of ammunition do they have, you know, available to actually really, you know, kickstart the economy? And I, I'm talking, you know, purely. You know, stimulus. What would what would the size done, of the stimulus? They've done it be? before, Scal. They've engineered a recovery mm. before. Okay, so let's say China. They will engineer a new recovery. It's the time of year. That's the other thing. You see how positive mm. I'm getting? So you've got China will engineer a recovery. The time of year. That's one of the reasons why the JSC has been so badly walloped, and not just the JSC, but other markets as well. And also the Fitch story. And I don't know. Mm. The Fitch people sit down, and I'm not being nasty about Fitch or Moody's or S and P or anyone else, but they sit down and they pour over these results and and these e- pieces of economic data, and they come out with something which is almost old news. And why do they say that the next three years we think are going to be bad in the United States of America when the news that's coming out now is good? Do they know something that we don't? Have they got a crystal ball? Do you see what I'm saying? The jobs data is great. Okay, we've got a jobs data number on Friday, the non-farm payrolls data. I don't know what the ADP number was today. Maybe you can enlighten me on that one. But I don't see a problem in the United States at the moment, personally. Yeah, I, I do do agree, but but again, like I said, you know, most of these commentators currently is is looking at this and say, well, you know, it's 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 really if you look at the job numbers. We saw that yesterday. You know, job openings came out again way way better than expected. Um, so so clearly we we're not seeing a the, or the cool down. You know, they expected, and and while we're seeing the the the, the them, you know, not the. While we're not seeing the economy not cooling down, I mean, they're not. The Fed's not going to stop hiking rates um, until we start seeing a a a, a really pause in, in in economic growth. And and I and I think we're close to that. And I think people like Fitch are saying, well, okay, so let's say they run into some economic growth difficulty, aka, let's say they run into a recession. Yeah. What tools do they have to their availability to actually? fix this problem now and and i think that's where the fiscal deterioration comes in over the next three years i think picture just saying past three years i mean that's that's basically what we've been saying i mean um interesting to see that that the dollar didn't react i mean the dollar exactly. dollar actually you know you know improved so so I, i'm in your camp i do think that there's sort of a storm in a teacup oh, i love storms in teacups especially when it goes in my favor Let's have a look at the U.S. 10-year Treasury bond yield, though. It's risen another 6.5 basis points this afternoon to 4.12%. The South African 10-year also has had a good time of it lately, but it's currently 10.37%, which is a 4 basis point rise. S&P 500 futures, yeah, it hasn't been one of those knee-jerk reactions, then recovery. It's been one of those knee-jerk reactions, then stabilization, and then get weaker and weaker. So the S&P 500 futures... 4,542 are down just over one and a quarter percent. The Bitcoin price is 29,240, which is up one and a half percent. And maybe we should look at the JSC. Not much corporate news let's, today. Let's, let's, let's look at the US again. Okay, please Because look I at think it. your data might be a bit old. Because what as, as it currently stands, yeah, the S&P 500 now trading 4,518 points. Now one down 1.3%. Yes, the fun <sighs> part. 
Nasdaq down over two percent. I'm looking at futures here. I've got. Yeah, the, I'm looking. Uh, okay, I got I've got it. the I September got futures forty five forty three down one and a quarter percent. What have you got on the spot price? Yeah, similar, similar. One, one, one point three percent down. Okay, uh, there okay, we so go. Yeah, I'm, I, I, at this I'm, okay. I'm futures and, and yeah, yeah, and Nasdaq, etc. Well, it's thin conditions. It's holiday time in New York. It's thirty six degrees over there. Who wants to go and who wants to be on Wall Street? The U.S. ten year Treasury yield is quite important. For, as, as I said, four point one two percent because that has been a huge spike. And if you look at the graph, gosh, skulk, and this is one of the biggest financial markets in the world. It has shot up from 375 in 3.75% in, when was this, July to 4.12. Now, it's quite a big move. Yeah, 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 massive move. I mean, remember, on the back of, you know, most of all, let's call it the future traders stating that we should be seeing, if if they were 100% correct in, let's call it January, February, we would have seen our first, you know, interest rate um, decline. Yeah, cut already. The second one most probably in in September next month, if they were right. I mean, here we're sitting and and, and suddenly a 10-year yield is over 4%, not even 4%. Is you know, like you just mentioned, over 4.1 percent. Not good for precious metals. Not good at all for gold. And naturally, when you look at the JSE as uh, you know, one of the major producers of these commodities, definitely not good for the JSE. Okay. On the upside on the JSE today, Afrimat up uh, nearly three percent. Uh, Sirius up 2.1 percent. Textainer up one and two thirds. Resilient up 1.2. And Fortress. A at 1.1. So I'm, I'm not going to be nasty and say rats and mice, but not some of the big yeah. stocks on the upside. On the downside, though, MTN, this must be an ex-dividend st- story, surely. 7.2% down, Skalk, ex-div? Unfortunately not. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh. I can't, can't even claim this. This is a this is a. But remember, you, you need to you need to look at this because remember, more than fifty percent of this, uh, this this company is 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 Nigeria now. Um, and 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 just you know when you've got the time, I'm not going to bore you with all the facts. But I mean, you just can can can. Put 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 in you know, naira, which is the you know, Nigerian, Nigerian currency, currency. Naira, yes. you know, r- relative to the dollar or naira per dollar, and just get, get, put that graph on, and you know, sort of have some fun, and and then then you'll know. I mean, I I, I love MTN. Just by the way, I'm just going to put this out. I am a shareholder of MTN, right. so um, haven't been you know selling, but but I, I definitely. Um, the reason why, when you know, when buying, you know, recently was, um, you know, I was waiting for these type of movements because you 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 won't see, you know, those type of drops um, in 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 you know your largest shareholder, namely MT in Nigeria, in this currency, and and then see the after effect of the share price. So I think that's sort of half of that. Um, yeah, I, I just saw some NGM numbers coming out from their various African operations, and I thought maybe then it had gone next year, but clearly not. Okay, this is a naked. No, fall. they actually look good. It mm. looked good. I mean, I didn't, yesterday Ghana, Ghana. I, I don't have that in front of me, but Ghana also improved. You know, that's uh, let's call it 113 percent of the of the of the total empty. And I've just mentioned that uh, Nigeria is about fifty percent. Um, so so both both these companies brought out or countries brought out pretty pretty solid results i i, I found mm. that that ghana looked good and and the, uh, let's call it the 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 the, the um after effect the market or the reaction of the market were 
you know, fairly positive, but today it just got clapped. Yeah, just... And uh, we're expecting, we're expecting results. Um, I think it's Friday for MTN, so we'll mm. see the, we'll see the results, and maybe, maybe this is some uh, buy on rumor, sell on fact type of scenario. Looks overdone to me. Anyway, MTN down seven point two percent, Exaro down six point one percent, Northern Platinum five point eight percent weaker, Motus five point six percent in the red, and Impala Platinum down five and a quarter so the big boys on the downside the rats and mice on the upside if i can call them that and hasn't been a good day what about the closing js indices skulk and uh, i'll sit down for these ones yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna need to sit down as well because i man this is one of the worst days i've seen this year thus far yeah. jersey all share closed the day at 76,477 points that's down 2.75 percent after the yesterday's massive massive drop in the resource index unfortunately i can't give you good news it's down a further 3.44 percent Industrials yesterday was in the green, actually down 2.65%. And financials, July's winner, June's winner is definitely today's yeah, loser, 2.5% down. It's a property, actually, surprised. You know, you would have uh, thought that if you, if you see this type of, you know, sort of uh, massive, massive spike in, in the currency that you would see a negative um, movement in the SA property, but SA property actually ended the day in, in positive territory. You would have hoped that it, it would have been on, on smallish volume, um, but um, that's also not the case. Uh, today's uh, value traded on the market, over 26 billion traded. But Good for the JSC, which sign. That's a bad sign. Mm, I mean, a big, that's why I big said. Big volume, big selling. I mean, mm, that's not good. Unless it's just a washout. And now the buyers, the clever buyers will come in. Again, the optimist in me coming to the fore. But really, not a good day. And uh, I, I fear for the run-up to the weekend. Hopefully, the last two days are not replicated on... You know, on Thursday and Friday. Can't agree more. Uh, I, I, you know, you, you, like I said, I, I gave this intro. I hope, I hope that it was uh, that these type of movements within smallish volumes, but it weren't the case. Why I actually said it was uh, maybe maybe a, a good thing. It's only a good thing for JSE, who also brought out the re interim results today. Oh yes. <laughs> so yeah, JSE brought out interim results, and and um, clearly, despite the fact that I mean, I think foreigners were net sellers. You know, and Youngs, I, and before everybody jump on my back, I know that JSE facilitates. So wherever there's, you know, foreign sellers, there was people you know, or institutions buying. So they, they make money on the buy and the sell side. But that's it. Their revenue were 5.2% higher. Um, headline index per share increased by 12% nice. to over six, six, six rand per share. And the market actually loved it. Share price today, 1.3% in the green. So despite all these negativity on the JSE, uh, yeah, well, JSE, you know, were flourishing. They had a great day on the market. Very good. One of the few stocks that did. Skunk, thank you very much for your time. I know it's been a difficult day. Next week, hopefully, the, the skies will have cleared and it'll be a day in the sun. Skunk Lowe is a portfolio manager at PSG Wealth Old Oak Division in Cape Town. And that was the five o'clock shadow. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position 
or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.